And tonight, President Ekufado comes under intense pressure to honor his promise of acting on demands for the removal of Finance Minister Ken Oforieta. Tonight, Joy News has secured exclusive details on the latest demands by 80 new patriotic party MPs who are renewing calls on the majority leader to convene an emergency meeting detailing the next line of action. Though we are on research, uh, we are expecting the president to invite us, the majority caucus, or at least the majority leader to invite the majority caucus to an emergency meeting to help to indicate the way forward. And Top Story, as always, is brought to you by Vodafone. Further together, I'm blessed to And tonight, President Kufwado has come under intense pressure to honor his promise of acting on the demand for the removal of Finance Minister Ken Oforeta as Ghana's minister responsible for economic planning. Some majority NPP MPs who led the Ken Must Go campaign are back this time round with renewed calls for the dismissal of the embattled government appointee who's been blamed partly for Ghana's economic downturn with the potential of jeopardizing the fortunes of the new patriotic party in the upcoming 2024 general elections. Almost a year ago, President Akufado asked the majority caucus to allow the embattled finance minister to conclude negotiations with the International Monetary Fund as well as the presentation of the 2023 budget before any talks regarding his resignation. While the majority leader at the time was HMN Sabunsu, uh, indicated that the call for the minister to go was a collective position that the entire caucus supported. Uh, but this was the president's plea that they gave him some time. The, the group is not talking only about the financial minister. I guess you must have heard that they have also said that the minister stayed at the minister's time. Right, yes. But these are matters that I guess you can regret. So what did the president say? Well, just like I said, look at the timing, look at the discussion with the IMF, and look at the impact on the economy, uh, the impact on the budget, the crafting of the budget. And we made it passionate to me, and I think that um, um, we will have to have a meeting again, digest with the president, and then we'll move forward. Were your members convinced about the president's position? After the president has spoken, nobody did express any concern or opinion. Uh, in fact, nobody spoke after the president had spoken. Uh, it was I, as a leader, who, on behalf of the group, thanked the president for being candid with us. So we asked to recline to consider and digest his plea. So, Chairman Sabonso, your members, those who addressed the press conference yesterday, they were quite clear, very emphatic, that they would not participate in the next budget if Ken remains finance minister. That was yesterday. That was before the meeting with the president. As I've indicated, post that meeting, post the meeting, and then I guess what uh, the, the president's prayer to have. And I will take it from there.
so that was the plea of the president a couple of months ago when pressure was mounting asking for the removal of Kenneth Ferreta. Subsequently, the leadership of the new patriotic party and the majority caucus in parliament signed a memorandum of understanding which was supposed to serve as a document, a piece of evidence to mark and to back that promise made to the MPs that their demands will be met. And my colleague Samuel Mbura joins us with details of this document uh, that we also have chanced on and this was way back uh, as of November, correct? Yeah, November 2022 and this was jointly signed by the Majority Chief Whip, Anno Dompre and the General Secretary of the NPP Justin Kodia, moment after mm. the crunch meeting right. uh, with leadership, it said it had earlier or it had agreed by all to refocus and recline to the earlier position requested by President Akufo. Okay, I see. W- what were the agreements uh, at this uh, majority caucus meeting? Uh, and we understand that that document was signed by Justin Kodia Frimpong and also the majority uh, chief whip uh, that uh, the uh, MP. Uh, who also did that on Anodon who did that on behalf of the majority caucus. So what, what were the grounds uh, for which the MPs were asked to wait and to give some time to the president? Blessed, the grounds were three. I'll start with number one. The demand be stood down until the conclusion of the round of negotiations with the International Monetary Fund, which would feed into the 2023 budget. I see. Two, the presentation of the 2023 budget statement and economic policy on the 24th November 2022 by the final Minister mm-hmm. on behalf of the President and the last one, the subsequent presentation and passage of the appropriation bill, the meeting agreed that the President would act upon the initial request of the MPP Parliamentary Caucus after the conclusion of these matters. Uh, and it goes without saying that all of these boxes have been checked as of now. Appropriation stand, the 2023 budget read and the latest add-on is the negotiations that were concluded with the International Monetary Fund. A reason for which the NPP majority MPs are back in parliament asking uh, the majority leader, the leadership, to uh, convene an emergency meeting with the president himself to determine the way forward. I want to bring in one of the MPs supporting that is uh, with the Ken Musco uh, campaign MP for subbing Eugene Bwachi entry. Thank you for your time, sir, uh, for for joining us here on Top Story. Uh, also joining us is Mutala Mohammed. Uh, he's on the Public Accounts Committee of Parliament. We'll come to him shortly. But for you, uh, Eugene, uh, you're back again and many are wondering uh, why now uh, particularly when you have less than two years to hand over power or at least run re-elections in the, 20, in the next elections which will be 2024 okay, First of all, good evening to your and listeners I'm not back again, you called me <laughs> so I'm not back again I so you have to rephrase your words <laughs> you called me wanting to find out the state of affairs so I have not called you. Let me say we are back again. <laughs> but, but, I struggle with those kind, those words of words. Let, let's get to the details then. Uh, what's the update? Uh, there was an agreement. What's the, update, the update is that you've quite you read you've read all the pieces of documents that were put together and signed by the leaders, the general secretary of the party, the majority leader, and all of Clearly, there was. A disagreement, right, on the continual stay of Kenoforata at the finance ministry. A group of MPs on the majority side held a press conference in Parliament. Subsequent to that press conference, a meeting was convened at the Jubilee House 
the, the MPs went and met our president. He, he, he made an appeal to us after listening to the, 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 the demands by his MPs. And he asked for three things. He asked, he asked for one or two things to be done, namely the, the reading of the budget that was scheduled for November of last year. The, after that, appropriation of the budget, appropriation bill, we then committed to an act. And then thirdly, uh, the, 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 the round of IMF talks, which successfully was concluded last week. So these matters have been successfully concluded. So the question you, you guys in the media asking us is, what's the way forward? Well, I mean, these, these questions really should be directed at the presidency. Because as far as we are, we are concerned, we have demonstrated to the entire country and the, and the whole world that this is a decision or this is a difficulty with the continuity of Pilipurata. The president, who has all the negative powers at his disposal, made an appeal to us. As you know, as, Democrat, as Democrats as we are, and as a leader of the country, we, 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 we started to, you know, work, work, with, work with his demands or with his appeal. So a, a situation has arisen now where the IMF deal has concluded last week. Uh, the new guys in the media are on our backs asking why Kenneth Fuerta is still opposed. But these questions should be directed to the president of the country because we are talking about credibility issues here. We, we, we stood with the president, right? And we have played our part. So why the questions are coming back to us, the members of parliament, it really be really, really, really beyond me. Uh, think that these questions should be directed to the president. I see. Now, initially, when, it really, when it can, we are waiting for the, we are, we are recess now. We've had a couple of meetings today. Because the, the, the media has been on our, on our case since last Friday. A group of MPs met today. We are waiting for the majority leader to come, you know, either convene a meeting or the president convenes a meeting with the majority group and, you know, tell us there's the way forward. Basically, this is, this is where we are. See, initially when the concerns came up, uh, the majority leader had indicated that this was a collective position. Are you setting that you, you, you still have that mass of MP that in terms of the numbers, still backing this demand that the president needs to fulfill his promise? Yeah, the thing is, why, why are people so fixated on the numbers? I, I, I really don't get it. A group of MPs within the majority of took a position. The majority caucus in its entirety adopted that position. You understand? So why are people so so it's now a majority caucus decision? It's not a decision of a few MPs. And I mean I think we have, we have to draw that distinction. It's not a, it's not it's no more a group of MPs. It's a majority caucus decision. That is why when some of you called us last week, we said Hold on, you are waiting to hear from the majority leader or the majority leadership as to the way forward, or we are expecting to meet the president who will then say, Look, this is it. We are going left or we are going right. That matter is not to he, you know, he has executive powers. But now they will demonstrate to him that the continuity of Kenneth Fratt and the finance ministry will not yield to our electoral fortunes next year. Uh, and and we, continue, we continue to drum that home.
and, and some some of your party members are equally uh, contesting the context of what the president told you as to whether or not indeed uh, he said he was going to dismiss Colonel Ferreira, reassign him. What was the exact promise made to you as MPs Listen, of the majority? Listen, we all went to school and, and read English books and did literature and comprehension what I did. What the president said is understood by us. We are not interested in somebody coming to interpret what the president said. The president spoke English. Whether it's nuanced, whether it's uh, whatever it is, he spoke English. And we understood him. So that's what matters. Well, well, we are not going, we are not going to be bogged, we are not going to bog down into where uh, A, B, what does this word mean, what does that mean. That's not our job. Our position is that the president made a plea. The plea was, was accepted by the group. We've worked with it. Ten operators successfully has brought has brought the IMF uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, to a successful end last week. That is what that is what it is. It's now up to the president to say, look, come on, guys, I want to, we need to sit down again. See, I think based on what he's done, we I'm I'm uh, I'm begging of you to let him continue, or you know, uh, give me a few months or so. I will I will you know come back to you. That's what we expect him to do. We, uh, we don't want the media asking us these questions. I do not have the power to remove Kenneth Ferreira. My job is to, expose, uh, is to expose the failings, I think, of the tenure of the ministry. I've done that. I've mean, done this over a, a period of time, right? You know, he's one person who told the entire country that he was believing this I am thing. Why is he still leading it? Principle alone, conviction alone to make you resign. Uh, why? Why, why, are you, why are you not asking this, this question? Why are you coming back to the uh, this, this man spoke and said, Look, I do not believe in IMF. We have the resources, we have the capability, we have that, 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 that. He told us all this. Why are you not peeling down his words? Why are you why are you calling the MPs now? Okay, because, they, because they're, they're appointing you authority. Guys in the media. Uh, because they're appointing authority, obviously, is the president. Uh, and just before yes, I bring so in... Uh, uh, yes, you made the call. Uh, that's why I wanted to see if you're still committed to that course. Just before I bring in Mutala, the, the no, one, no, no, one more question... Yeah, one, one, oh, no, I get that, yes. Uh, and not, you're not engaging well, in... One, one more question, no, no, yes, please, precisely. Yes, let I, me finish I get that. my submission. I'll grant you the opportunity. I'll grant you that opportunity. The, there's the question you. about a possible replacement for Ken Ferreira. We're running an economic recovery program. You, you understand that this will require some level of experience. Within your party, have you done that internal search, possibly no, recommending no, no, no. When, to the when, president when who, who, who may replace uh, Ken? What do we buy here? Was a good an experienced one before the current president? Was Kinofata an experienced one before becoming a finance minister? Was I an experienced one before becoming an MP or a deputy minister for working housing, a former deputy minister for working housing? Why, why do you guys, we all learn on the job. We all learn on the job. Experience is not bought in the market. You learn, you learn to, or you acquire experience by doing the job. So maybe we shouldn't bring these things in, 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 into the equation. The point is that we are waiting on the president to call us or to invite us, or the minority leadership to invite us and say, look, this is the position, we are going left, we are going right. So that we can all, we can all be, you know, clear in our minds as the direction of, of the country. Yes, we don't want these media saying agitation, whatever. No, 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 no. That has been done. We've made our points very clear. 
to the president and to the entire country. It's not up to the president to honor his word. And if he chooses not to do it, that's fine. It's a matter for his credibility and his conscience. There's nothing we can do about it. You, you are equally politicians as, as members of uh, parliament, and, and that will, of course, address your minds to what um, may happen in the 2024 elections. The Economic Intelligence Unit predicting that economic sentiment may feature and play out in the next uh, general elections. Are you mindful of all of this as you yes, make this that, demand the for, for, for the replacement of Kent? We took the position we took because in this country, all the previous elections have taught us that you win the elections on two things. The, 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 the state of the economy, which is very critical to a, a developing country like ours, and two, who is best place to tackle corruption. These are the two clear things that Ghanaians vote on. You understand? That is why we took the position we took in November, that the thing, the economy was in a bad shape. We needed a fresh face, a fresh, fresh set of people to come and manage the economy. That was the position we took. Nothing personal, nothing rebellious. It was a clear position that we took. But, you know, it's, it's turning out to be, you know, something against, you know, the president or the, the executive. No, no, no. We are members of parliament. We are members of parliament. We represent the people. We are not speaking from our own position. We are speaking from the position of our constituents. Come to see me, for example. I host all the three big markets in, in Kumasi. My, my, my constituency is a hub for trading. So the complaints, the exchange rate, you know, the, the, the name it. Name it, inflation, everything. So when people come complaining, my job is to represent what is the concerns of these people. They okay. put me where, where, you know, in, in the position where, where I find myself today. Right. And my job is to advocate, strategically okay. advocate for, for, you know, for, for them to make sure that they get a, a, a good deal out of this administration. Mm. I'm grateful for your time. Uh, that's um, the Member of Parliament for Subin, Eugene Boachi Entry, joining us uh, here on Top Story. Uh, there's a number of individuals also joining the conversation. Mutala Mohammed is on the Public Accounts Committee. Uh, Professor John Gachi is with the University of uh, Cape Coast Business School. Uh, I'll come to you, gentlemen, uh, especially for you, Prof, looking at the way forward. Uh, but for, for Mutala Mohammed, you indicated that you were predicting this situation where the president will, will suffer some uh, setback in acting on the demands of the MPs. You, you've just heard from the MP saying the president needs to do something about this. What's your take? First and foremost, I don't think that the MPP MPs have any credibility whatsoever on the matter of the Minister for Finance being asked to resign or be forced to jump. We were told that about 90 MPP MPs held a press conference demanding that Mr. Kenufuriata resigns as a Minister for Finance or be forced to jump by the President. Subsequently, it became the position of the NPP caucus stated palpably on your medium by the majority leader. I had a program with the same honorable meeting on PM Express. And I guess, I don't know whether it was you who hosted the program or one of your, your hosts, asking whether they had some discussions with the presidency before taking the decision, you know, the, the action they took. And he said that they had a meeting with the majority leader. The majority leader promised them he was going to meet the president. And that after meeting the president, the majority leader communicated to them that there wasn't any positive information. 
And therefore, the president was unwilling to listen to them. Now, they had an opportunity to have this minister for finance removed by the NBC caucus in parliament. Honorable Eugene and his colleagues demonstrated absolute cowardice and lack of principles. They voted against the decision to have the minister for finance removed. The same group of people admitted without anybody forcing them that a businessman, a private businessman met them and attempted to bribe them. Nobody asked them who was that private businessman. They were unwilling and still unwilling to mention the name of that businessman. Who sent that businessman to them? What was the interest of the businessman? So today, you think that I would take any word coming from them? Absolutely no. As a matter of fact, the minister, I will be shocked if the president fires the minister. And I did indicate on your program at the time that Mr. Kenoforiata was stronger and is still stronger than even the president. Mr. Oforiata can only leave office at his own terms, not at the terms of the appointing authority. The man wouldn't go. Isn't it strange that everybody thinks that the man will be made to go when even his appointment, he was the only minister, and I guess in the Fourth Republic, whose ministerial position was waiting for him even when he was unfortunately in this post. It was waiting for him. The only reason why Mr. Furata is still the Minister for Finance is because he uses a Furata. There is, no, there is nothing positive. Uh, and when that you make that statement, uh, many will challenge you on that. There's no official documentation to, to prove what you're saying, so we are not able that, to substantiate it, that. The, the, it doesn't necessarily need to have an official documentation. Tell me one success story this man can point to. One. Look, the reason why perhaps the man is emboldened of being transigent and sometimes belligerent in maintaining his position and refusing to resign is because you cannot blame entirely the mess that is created by this government on him alone. You either blame it on the president and the vice president. He is only a person who is carrying mm. the decisions that has landed us in the situation but, but, in which we are today. It appears so you're, you're if, creating if, the impression that this is all about the NPP and by effect the NPP majority caucus. How about the minority itself? You have two, you had two had opportunities. Opportunity. Let me, yes, let me just land on that. You had two opportunities. First off, your party executives directed that the, the appointments committee uh, does not pass or go ahead to approve the nomination of Ken Oferreta as the finance minister for the second term. Uh, that was violated. When you had the opportunity to, of course, impeach him as you started that parliamentary process, that equally failed to materialize. So, so you're part of the challenge, the same That's situation you're blaming. I have him. never been part of the challenge. I have never voted in the approval of this man. I have never. And in fact, when the appointment committee sat to, to uh, I mean, the, the, the appointment committee vetted him. I granted interview on several media platforms, including yours, expressing my anger over the decision taken by the appointment committee in the report they submitted to plenary. The report which was submitted to plenary was that Mr. Kenofuriata and the other ministerial nominees were approved by consensus. And for the standing orders, if the approval of a ministerial nominee is by consensus. Now, those of us who are not members of the appointment committee are automatically denied the opportunity to debate and in voting to determine the fate of that ministerial nominee. So you remember, when my brother Okujetu was raising the issue, I challenged him and I said, look, if there was a single person who resented 
if a single member of the appointment committee said, I disagree with the decision of the appointment committee, and therefore I vote against the approval, the report would have been that Ken Oforiata and his colleagues would have been approved by majority decision. And any ministerial nominees whose approval is by majority decision will then be subjected to a debate and a voting. So we were denied the opportunity. So I never voted in approval of this man because I don't think he's fit to manage that ministry. And I will reiterate the same. I know how discomforting it is to but, appoint but in whatever the be the case, the whatever be the case, because he uses the Fourier right, But whatever be the case, you, you have another opportunity now as the minority caucus uh, to support what the NPP majority caucus is initiating. When it comes to the House, will you support that process? It would be the height of naivety for me to ever have an iota of confidence in the majority members of parliament in the matter of this. Look, there's a popular proverb in the band that there is a particular community called Tunayil, and they have a particular fruit which was exclusively in that particular community. If you are yearning and craving for that fruit and they sent you to that village, you should be celebrating. You wanted the man to resign. He was not willing to resign. You yourself said that the man was not willing, the president was not willing to act. You wanted the president to fire him. He wasn't willing. An opportunity presented itself. All of them were now speaking hypocritically, voted against the impeachment of Ken Oporiata. You think I should take their word serious? I wouldn't do that. So that is why I'm saying that this man, mm. I'll be shocked if he goes. The president will not let him go. I he's see. more powerful than the president. Okay. And the only reason why he's there is that with all the mess, show me one single success story that is attributed to this man. Mm. Tell me uh, and uh, I'm sure that the conversation will continue. Mutala Mohammed, uh, we're grateful for your time. Also to the Subin MP, Eugene Boache Entry. And that's it for Top Story. I am blessed to go next. It's Newsnight.